We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the True Faith Weekly Podcast. Um, it's Friday night for half ten. Um, today 11. Is, 11. It's after eleven, mate. After eleven. Yeah. eleven. Today's been absolutely shite. Uh, yeah, yet another reminder of the roller coaster of supporting Newcastle. <laughs> uh, everyone like wore texting shirt today, buzzing at work, can't concentrate. Everything like absolutely buzzing to see Rafa's first team in the championship, and then we've got that absolute dog shit performance. Um, which, uh, without going on in the monologue at the start, the, the performance is so much worse than the result. Um, this ben, is a monologue, like... Ben, tell us quickly, what did you think of that game? It was disgusting to watch. It was horrible. <laughs> disgusting. It was disgusting. Fulham are a terrible, terrible team. Didn't the, I mean, they're the home team. Didn't once look to it really attack us properly. Um, but I think we're going to get that a lot this season. And the most disappointing thing was I think Rafa showed them a bit too much respect with the team he picked. It was quite a defensive team. I think he wanted to to go there and look solid and and try and it looked as if he was just would be happy to settle for one nil. Um, it was quite a defensive team picking Anita Hayden and Colback. Um, none of those players really have, have got the ability to break teams down. Yeah, to me, Ben, it looked like. It looked like he was going to an Everton away. He was going to like a like a mid to top. He showed them too too much respect. Yeah, when when. But I mean, in his defence, it's the first game of the season. You you want to go there and, and try and look solid. You don't want to give anything away. But at the same time, however, man, we're we're in a gag league against a gag team. Yeah. We should. We just need to go and boss teams. Like, don't don't even take any chances. Just just go and pick your best team and go and batter teams. Yeah, we didn't do that at night, unfortunately. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Sorry, I'm just gonna dispute slightly, just in terms of. Um, I, I think you're right. We went to look solid, and I thought we did look solid. First half, we were just. We didn't create a, a huge amount of, of chances, and that was to come. We had Aaron Stuck come off the bench. We had Shelby come off the bench. They had not. It was a gag, gag set piece goal that changed the game. I think you know nine times out of ten we could have approached that game and get some help about the match, but once again. <laughs> because we're Newcastle, and it sounds like uh, you know just a bit of uh, you know, conspiracy theory kind of thing, but no biting Ted. Oh dear, the Ted cast starts the, the, again. The Ted podcast. No, but like 
Well, train of thought's gone towards the cat. It was a rubbish thought, Si. It was about <laughs> conspiracy theories. No, listen, it, it, so- it sounds it. like it sounds like I'm just like cursing my bad luck yet again. But really, it was a, it was a girl that came out of nothing. I followed off at nothing for 40 minutes, and then it just showed up in a set piece, which is shite from us. It's really shite. But then the tallest player gets a free. I I, I respected yeah. Rafa's decision to, to just approach this with and try and you know put on a strong performance and get a one 0 I think that's what we predicted for football. That's what I predicted pretty much. Um, you got it wrong. Got it wrong, and he took too long, in my opinion. And I don't want to start getting at Rafa because I still back him, obviously, 100%. And whatever he does, I thought the players let us down today. I thought people like Anita, who've been given, given oh, almost come, like completely agree. You, you've been given a chance to go out there and prove that you you like worth the spot. Yeah, we'll, we'll go through the players in a, go through the players in a second. Um, but I, I just want to keep talking about the overall team performance and whether. Whether it's listen, uh, what I listen. said in the radio show was, if we get beat, do not panic. Yeah, is that oh, implied? Oh, for yeah, me, I definitely. I'm not. I'm not panicking. Half the North East is shitting its pants and all. Nah, I, rubbish. That I don't believe that. I think people will be annoyed because we've we've turned up and we've played really poorly, but yeah. it doesn't it doesn't mean that we're, we're going to struggle. We're, we're missing a lot of players. It'll cut. I mean, I'm, I was really surprised to be honest with the, the team selection. In terms of Dummett starting at left back, we'd like, however, oh, man, um, it just doesn't offer anything going forward, which you you were going to need in this league. I mean, we needed it last season and we didn't get it. You're going to need it this year because we're going to need a break. We're going to have to take take it to teams. Um, I think the Anita call back Hayden selection was just, as I say, it was just too respectful. They're all defensive-minded players. They're all very um, similar to each other. Exactly. I just think you only need one of them really in the team. I think I when you when you get the likes of Diome fit, um, if Sissoko comes back and plays, of, of, uh, Shelby yeah. which obviously came on. Like they, you should get two two offensive looking players, um, and and just build from there and look look to take teams on. There's not many teams are going to be approaching us and having a go away. Of the three centre mids, and it was a weird because it was a four three three really. So you had a needle on the right, and. Callback sort of play on the left, which was weird in itself. I know he's left-footed, but um, of the three, I thought Anita was the only one who showed up on the ball much. I can't really remember Callback or Hayden doing anything. I don't remember them being on the ball, I don't remember them running forward the ball, I don't remember a, a great deal about them doing much. Anita was the only he, one that he did. Was the, he was the holding player, I thought. Yeah, of course. Um, he was, he was basically doing defensive work. But how many no, times last season was. did we say, oh, Callback and Hayden, sorry, Callback and Anita were on our centre-halves? Callback and Nita are, are too deep. They're basically almost in half, and it, that yeah. was what the crack was today. Mm-hmm. Callback was picking the ball up on in our box, on the edge of our box, and, and getting no further forward. I didn't. He didn't leave our half. Yeah. Hayden didn't leave our half. The only player to leave our half was Anita, and he was shite. And he's he, that's not the kind of player I think he is. I think he can do that callback role, and really, someone like Shelby or Diami hopefully should be ahead of him, and yeah. that's what we need to look forward to. Well, it's not, the performance was crying out for. An attack minded centre midfielder. Shelby possibly not the answer. A if you will. I, the, I the problem was that. Shelby came on and was. I mean, he likes to, to sit deep, but we, we need to force him forward. I think he came on and was was looking but he's to get the ball deep. He? He, no, no, don't get us wrong. Like he's he's the player we need in the team, but the way when he came on, he was coming too deep. I think he needs to be told you need to be getting forward and looking uh, to basically play off the striker. You you need to be like throwing the ball through. Because I think we'll lack that, and he's one of the few players that can do that. But I just I think he probably feels 
a bit too much weight of expectation in that he probably doesn't doesn't trust the players around him to be able to get the ball forward because from what I saw tonight, I mean I don't want to be too harsh on Hayden, but Cole back in Anita especially who are experienced senior pros that have played a full season in the Premier League, they 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 should prove it time and time again that they're not willing to come and pass the ball forward and look to to create anything. And that's why Shelby drops so deep because he's the only one looking to move the ball forward. You can't have two players like Anita and Colbert in your team that are passing the ball sideways. No, I agree. The, the fact that the two of them are coming as deep as the centre-halves and picking the ball up and passing it to the, to the full-backs is pointless. It's, it's totally pointless. And I was, I was going to come on to the team selection and ask you whether you thought Rafa had got it wrong. I think quite comprehensive between the three of us. We think Rafa did get it wrong. I think it's um, only, only, only in hindsight. I'm going to be honest. Before match, I was more than happy with it. That's and the that's I the frustrating thing. We're those side. We spoke about it, and we said, like, not in these words, but we said it should be those three and seven. I field. would, I would, say, I would say, um, and also in hindsight, obviously, we're more critical. Anita should never, ever, ever, ever in a million years starting. play. Well, well, yeah, but <laughs> he certainly should not be playing right midfield where he seemed to start. Oh, the game, yeah, but he was I mean, i and he got moved in, in the middle where he was better in fairness to him. So he's got, so he's got a point though in terms of in hindsight, the hindsight, in hindsight, um, sort of view. Like pretty much, I wasn't no way, worried. Yeah, there's no way we would have thought that team would have lost. No, I'm, I'm still not having that. That team should get be getting beat. The problem was, I think, just the mindset. That it was too defensive. They showed them too much respect. Um, and obviously, I think because of that, you needed players in there that could have done better. But don't get us wrong, that, that starting 11 should have still easily beaten that Fulham team. That was a very, very poor Fulham team without two of the best players in Dembele and McCormack that have left them. And we, we, we just we got sucked into playing their game. We were rushing the ball forward. I mean, the first half, there was a lot of long balls up yeah. to, to Gale, to Gale and Perez, who are two of the smaller players you're going to come across in the league. Um, it was really direct. It was, and it was just, worryingly yeah, it direct. Was just, but I just, there just was no control in the midfield for anyone to, to take, take on the ball and, and just beat a man or, or play a full pass and look to build. There was a lot of pressure on Richie, I thought, just to give him the ball and expect him to, to beat a man and get a good ball in. And it just it just didn't work. I think we need to be. I think he did. I think Richie. Richie no, no, I'm not. I'm not. But we didn't score. Is my point. He, yeah. I, I'm not having a go at Richie. I thought Richie was really good. There wasn't enough of it. But he, he did yeah. it a few times. He got he second half. He went it, missing a bit got, just because yeah. we didn't get in the ball. Because he, I mean because he was coming deep. Yeah. It, it was it was the same old story actually of Newcastle where everything was done one side and Perez just had a, had a stinker and I don't want to write him off after one game but he was so so bad and because he's got dumb we, we keep, like, all these pl- people get stuck on the left. It's a kind of the, the same thing happens. They're stuck with Paul Dummett as a left-back who offers no support going forward. And everyone shits themselves if, he, if yeah. he's the one that they're relying on defensively. And it, it it just has such a detrimental effect. Like, Perez was picking the ball up again really deep in, like, next to the halfway line. We've, we've said this all last season. Perez is no good with the ball in the halfway line. He will never get to the byline. He will never get into the box from the halfway line. No. He needs to pick up the ball in the box. He needs to be next to the striker. He needs to be in, in the danger area. Otherwise, he shouldn't be on the pitch. If yeah. that's how we're going to play, or if, if we're going to play that like slow build-up game, Perez should be either up front with someone, so two up front, or we should be picking someone else. Agreed. Um, from the way Fulham lined up and the way Fulham played today's game, I think they're going to be almost a stereotype of what happens in the Championship this year against us. It's going to be teams 
putting four, two bags of four or four and a five and trying to, to quieten us down. Um, it's, at the end of the day... The, the, have we got the creativity in the team to break them down? But ben, that was always a worry last... I mean, we didn't have it last season until towards the end. Shelby... Um, not Shelby, sorry. Townsend um, started, sort of started coming really good. Now, obviously, a lot of... We're, we were all saying we hope Richie can come in and fill that void. And I think, I think Richie can. From what I saw tonight, he's got a bit about him. He's he's a good player. Um, I was hoping we'd go Aaron's tonight. We didn't, but I feel like he's another player that could, could be. Um, he, he could. He's obviously attack minded. He's got a bit of creativity around him. I think he could be a special player for it if we get him in the right uh, spot. But it's just tonight we, we didn't. I mean, he came on with about what 30 minutes ago. Whatever. Didn't really get in any positions where. He could really um, sort of do anything to to break them down. I mean, I completely agree that the public. I mean, a lot of teams are going to come and they're going to target set pieces. We've we've seen in pre-season at the down like that's probably one of the downfalls. I mean, we've known for years we we've never been great at set pieces defensively, and I think tonight showed it again. I mean, it was a, it was an unlucky. Well, it wasn't unlucky. It was just a good, a good set piece. They, they worked it well in isolated Smith against Lascelles. It was miles off him. But we, we need to be smarter than that. We need to stop. We need to cut out these types of goals. Just players need to be take a bit more responsibility and be closer. That was one of the things tonight. We gave, we step, we was off them too much all over the shop. Set pieces in in we play. Deep, we? we just we, we just so we deep. stood off players yeah. too much. We need to be in their faces. I mean, we're, the, the team's fit enough. Don't like that team. There should be in their faces, winning the ball back you know all what? the time. I feel like and that's what Rafa wanted, though. We didn't have enough energy. I thought in the ten games Rafa did last season, that was what we were. We started getting in people's faces. We started chasing down every ball. That wasn't evident today. Mm-hmm. Wasn't and right. I think I think certain players could find themselves straight out of that team for not doing that because mm-hmm. that's probably what he wanted and it just didn't it wasn't there mm-hmm. the Raphael looked, looked foaming both at half time and at full time yeah. um, in the cut shots ahead of him my biggest problem with today that uh, this almost sounds ridiculous to say but like I play centre half in Sunday League <laughs> for a terrible team easy and you should we are we're a terrible side <laughs> one of the things you learn First, as a defender, is just get out, get out, push the team up the pitch. Yeah. If 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 the centre half line is forward, it gives the midfielders ten yards to push on further forward. You you push the strikers on ten yards. Everything goes further forward up the pitch. It leaves a gap in behind if you're playing against a yeah. striker, which we did not have. Today. Especially with you at centre back, I'm really worried. No, I know, but exactly. I mean, it's ridiculous to say that I'm the one saying this. Fat, slow, shit centre-half. Exactly. Trying exactly. to think that Newcastle need to push further forward. But That's there's times when, when Fulham were picking the ball up from the keeper to the full-back, like almost with, like within the box, but like, you know what I mean? That under no pressure. We're standing 10 yards and further down the pitch. They're, almost, they're, they're 20 yards back from the halfway line, which gives you, when you're covering that distance of the pitch, it goes, it, it's almost going from 10 yards outside our yeah. box you know, to we, their we, box. We, and it makes a massive gap between the defence and the midfield and a massive gap between the midfield and the strikers. And it's completely yeah. cost us today because there's no link between any three of those units at all. I'll, Gail, I'll uh, sorry, to, uh, just a quick one. Go on, go on. Sorry. Gail, in that isolated role up front, a pacey, quick striker who's not particularly strong and rubbish in the air, who's playing basically on his own in 
in 35 to 40 yards of the pitch yeah. against four terrible, terrible Fulham defenders yeah. is, is, an, is, is pointless. We might as well not have had him on the pitch. It's pointless. Yeah. I, do, I, I feel bad for, for Gale because he, he had a bad game. I, th- I think even when he did get the ball, he wasn't holding on to it, and he just he just kind of. That's what he's supposed to do, though. Yeah, he got. He got he's no. a fast, quick. He was, he was left to bring his own. He needs to be but, put, but played in, think get what, what run at the back yeah. four or in behind, but he didn't get an opportunity. What you're just describing is we were we were set up to contain, we were set up to just sit deep, win the ball back, and see what we can do with it. Yeah, it was a one nil, which, which yeah, one nil, which which could have worked, and and as I said at the start of the show. Probably nine times out of ten we might have got away with it, but on this occasion they scored a shy goal from a set piece, yeah. and we didn't quite have an answer to it. And we had chances; we could have had pens, etc. We're, we're maybe being a bit harsh, but I think what let us down today was the likes of Perez. Uh, I thought Richie had a good game, but creativity-wise, Perez is we've got a big. We need a big season from him, and that he started really badly. Yeah. Um, on Perez. I, I, I'm not too concerned. He had a bad game today, but yeah. everyone's going to have a bad game. He wasn't out muscled, or he, he wasn't like he wasn't out champion. He was he was trying things, and he it wasn't going off. Well, he just didn't play well. We've definitely identified that the midfield wasn't right. You know, yeah, we right. needed a bit more creativity in there, or we needed a bit more freedom of movement because they were all very static, very very deep. Um, I think those are the two things really. When when we're in a, a tight game like that, where we're playing this kind of, and again, I think I think that as you said as well, Ben. Too much respect to Fulham playing that like contained football. Well, didn't you do? They were shit. They were crap. That's a crap team. Yeah. We've watched crap football for about two years, and that's one of the worst. Yeah. And we'd we, we let them play. Oh, that bit. is the. That's. I mean, you wouldn't get that. That. That's why they were the twentieth best team in the championship last season. Yeah. They are disgr- They're a disgrace, and that's with their two best players gone as well. So I could easily see them getting relegated this year. There's not many teams. They're, let's not forget they're at home. Yes, they're obviously going to play that against um, Newcastle because obviously they're probably going to respect us a lot more. But that was ridiculous mm. just to to come and just offer nothing going forward. That was really poor from that. I, I can't see with Matt Smith up front them getting any like sort of a decent um, number of points towards NCAA. They, they're, they're relegation candidates, no doubt. Yeah, but one, um, of our, one of our friends today was a Leeds fan, and um, this Matt Smith guy, who I've never heard of before, now he's, he used to live a Leeds fan, yeah, yeah, yeah. from Bradford to Leeds, from uni to Bradford to Leeds, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and he said that he just got booed by Leeds fans because he was so chit. He's just rubbish. Just a big, tall, yeah. posh, chit footballer, <laughs> and he's, he's, he's beaten us tonight. Um, I don't know how much more you just want to talk about, lads, but there's one thing that from the very start, confused me a bit. Um, the centre-half pairing, which we talked about on the radio show and the podcast before the match, and it was... It was always... Like I, didn't see and, that. I didn't see that. The and Mbemba or Hanley and Mbemba. It was never mm-hmm. not Mbemba. Mm-hmm. What's he done to not be in that team? Bizarre. I, don't, I mean... I thought he was injured. I heard, room, yeah, I, I heard rumours before that he wasn't fully fit. Why is um, he on the bench? But yeah, exactly. He's fit enough for the bench... I don't know. It's bizarre. I mean, I don't know. I don't know whether Rafa's looked at it. I mean, we talked about Rafa being one for tactics and picking play sort of horses for courses type of thing. I don't know whether he saw the fact they were playing Matt Smith up front. He thought, "I'm going to go for the two big lads here to try and contain that." Yeah. Um, but it didn't work. I mean, it, I, I mean, who knows? If Mbemba had been playing, we, we might have struggled even more because of that threat. But I agree with you in terms of Mbemba 
is a lot better than Hanley and Lascelles at bringing the ball out. He's he's just very good. On, he's just very good. But in terms of that type of game where you need someone that's willing to bring a ball out, you you need quality players on the pitch. And I think Mbembe's much better footballer than than the other two. I mean, they're they're, they're all good defenders, but Mbembe can bring the ball out really well. He can start attacks for you. And I think we missed that a little bit tonight because. Again, we talk about Hayden and Callback and Anita. They're all far too deep because they were having to come deep to get the ball off the defenders. Yeah. You don't really need that. You want them pushing on and trusting that there's a defender there that can bring the ball out and start attacks. And we just didn't have that. We missed that a little bit. But, I mean, again, I think it was just Rafa probably thought, I'll go with the two big lads. We'll, we'll easily dominate that Matt Smith lad who's rubbish. Um, and we'll we'll just control the game from Which, there. Which, in fairness, they did. Like, yeah. he, he didn't create he, anything. I mean, he got he, he got away with him from one corner exactly, and that was yeah. the problem. Um, I, I thought Ted wants to say something. I think, do you, Ted? Nothing. Um, nah, he's got now. I thought, and it was interesting to watch to watch Hanley. I think he's just, you know, I've been kicking off about him in the past two two shows and talking about how everyone's judged him on the basis of never having seen him play, and he should play ahead of ourselves. Blah 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 blah. I now think you've he's seen just it. totally proved himself to be the stereotype that I thought he was, of like a a big, <laughs> strong, tough tackling championship centre half that's a bit lost when the ball's near him. He missed the ball in our box. It got sort of stuck between his legs, playing for a handball, which wasn't a handball. There's a few other times the tackle, which um, which looked looked like it could have been a pen at first. It wasn't a pen, but it wasn't a good tackle at all. He missed completely missed the ball. Um, I just think he looks like a. He looks like. I mean, a bit that of wasn't his fault. To be fair, it was a terrible pass into him. He was oh, it was a normal pass. But he, he had to put. He had to put his foot in that. I think he assumed the defender, the striker, was going to get the ball first. Well, yeah, I know, but he that's... put his foot in to get to get the ball for the title. But he was Luckily, so far away it. from the ball. Yeah, but I, I don't know. That's that, for me. For me, just I'm not, up blaming, my, I'm not blaming him for that. My stupid opinion, which is equally as stupid as the stupid opinions I've been talking about of judging him as a better centre half than the cells, of him being just a a stereotype of a championship centre-half and I think that's what he is it doesn't mean he's not got a use for us this year because we're going to be playing against championship style centre-forwards people like a, an, like an old school Grant Holt who, who's going to come and he's going to hire like a sneaky elbow and like Shearer used to and he's going to be physical and rough and not very good at footy um, and, and, and Hanley will, will eat them for breakfast um, and he should he should really have eaten Whatever he's called, Posh Matt Smith for breakfast, and he, <laughs> he, he probably did. But he, I, I, I find it unusual that that's the guy that we've gone with, gone with ahead of Mbemba, mm-hmm. because they played one up front. If Rafa was worried about that one tall striker causing us the problem by being tall, just put the cells on, just make a man mark him. If it's only one striker, mm-hmm. if you've only got one striker against two centre halves, it doesn't matter the the normal positioning of the two centre halves doesn't have to be the same against one striker. You can have yeah. just one guy that follows the big lad mm-hmm. and the other guy, which is the perfect role for Mbemba, just runs about behind and, and just stops, stops, the, stops the flick-ons. Just cover him. Stops the, other, stops the runners from midfield. Yeah. I thought, that, I think, personally, we would have we lapped it up with, uh, with Mbemba in there alongside Hanley all the cells doesn't matter I think Mbemba would definitely play if he was picked there was definitely some injury problems or, or he's had something I'm, I'm sure I read it um, I think that there's a there's a there's a confidence thing in the team 
where the likes of Perez and I would say Colback especially just aren't playing to, to anywhere near what they're capable of doing. And the other side of it, it's just a, it's just a, it's a natural thing in football, isn't it? It's the, it's the gelling. It sounds like a cliche, but all these players, even though we signed them quite early in the window, are still like going to have to get used to each other. We weren't going to get a perfect performance. We never were. The performance wasn't actually terrible. We had chances. Could have got a couple of pens. Richie arguably should have scored. He's had a, he's had a chance where he's just stuck it straight at the keeper. Could have put it in. I think on on the face of it. Um, a draw wouldn't have been a bad, an unfair result either. Yeah, we were poor, but Fulham didn't offer much. Other than a shite set-piece goal, they haven't really broken us down or anything. It's not, it's not like we've got to be worried about getting absolutely battered. It's just that... Well, that's just, not going to happen yeah. this year. But we, but we didn't today either. We, we've lost the game, but we didn't really get outplayed. We just weren't good enough ourselves. We've not ourselves on. It's like, it, was, it was in our hands, and, and it will continue to be in our hands. We've got 45 more games where it's it's down Newcastle and and Rafa Benitez, and yeah, one of 45, one of 46. Sorry. Without a doubt, but it, it has to be a concern, and it is a concern that we created so little. We the the chances we had. There's a two handballs. Richie's probably goes in, but it wasn't a chance we created. It was almost a bundle. Yeah. Apart from that. Aaron should have scored a great chance, but he's, he's missed the ball. Aside from that, we haven't... It's not like we've torn Fulham apart at any point no, I didn't with, with, with any football. But no, I'm not arguing with In, in, in an nitty-gritty shard game of football on another day... I'd stop arguing with you. We shouldn't, we shouldn't be get. Like, this is going to sound too superior, but good. We, um, we shouldn't be getting involved in nitty-gritty <laughs> battling games of football against Fulham. We're better than that. And we, I agree. We should be much better yeah. than that. We should... No, we'll the ball up, pass it around. We've got relegated last season. Them. We've got to start somewhere and we've got to turn it around the hard way. Yes, I, but we'll get... Uh, no, I'm no, I'm not having that. We got relegated last season because of because of Steve McLaren and uh, lots of players not trying the hardest. This season we've got... <laughs> Do we've you want got, to mention some, mate? We've got the majority of the same squad, but they're getting managed by Rafa Benitez. It's different. We, we, we aren't starting from scratch by any stretch mm-hmm. of the imagination. Yeah. We're going into this season with... By far and away the best squad. We've probably say, got the the five, maybe five or six best players in the championship all play for us. I mean, let's year. let's be honest. You talk about confidence, and I'd sort of yes, I agree. There's maybe a confidence element in terms of we've just got relegated, but at the same time, like you, we've we've had a really good pre-season. We've we're, we're the the best team in the championship. Everyone's tipping it to be top, like. The, the, the players know they belong in the Premier League. There shouldn't be any confidence issues at all. It's just a yeah, case of... Even the players were signed. Exactly. Exactly. They know they're better than this level. There shouldn't be any confidence issues. Just a case of going out there and doing the job. Now, obviously, it's. I mean, when you get out there, obviously players can freeze. I mean, I think the likes, when we said Anita, Callback, I mean, they, they had really poor games tonight and they... they I think they did sort of freeze a bit in terms of they they didn't play anywhere near the capable of, but it's just that it's I don't know I don't know it was just mental like when we need players in there that if if like the likes of Shelby, Aaron's that are confidence players that are gonna they're gonna look good and build confidence when you get them when I mean, you give a player the ball and he goes and does something brilliant he beats a few players like it it gives confidence for everyone we didn't really have anyone tonight. 
I felt that they took the the sort of the horn the ball by the horns and nobody really took control of the game, and that's what disappointed us. Yeah, I think we enough. need we need someone in there that's that's going to lead by example. It was supposed to be the Sars. The Sars well, had but a, it's, had it's hard for him to do because he's not he's a defender. He's he's not going to go and take a team apart no, like some of the other players <laughs> like some of the other players can should be able to do. And no, none of the t- the attacking players stood up today. I agree. I agree. You don't have to be an attacking player to lead by example. Oh um, no, no, but I, I feel first like game as captain. I'll, I'll ask you quickly: the mm-hmm. Sal's first game as captain, success or failure, or just somewhere in the middle? I wouldn't say it was a failure, but we didn't win, so you can't call it a success. And he lost his man for the goal. He lost his man. He made one mistake and it cost us. But it's a, it's a tough one because as, again I come back to it I mean he, he is I think he is a leader on the team he is a, a, a good character and, and we need a few more then but I just felt like I think the midfield was what we lost it for today we didn't have any control we didn't have any um, sort of output in terms of giving the strikers an opportunity it was all sort of bits and pieces where they were they were feeding on scraps and I think we need someone in there that that's willing to to try and risk things and I, I come back to it a lot of things we said last season none of that midfield that we picked today any air callback or Hayden are willing to risk losing the ball or making a mistake for the potent, for the for the opportunity to potentially create something good and it's yeah. just the way they are it's just the way that they're all defensive players that's why I, I, I bigged up Shelby last week on uh, sorry yesterday on the uh, this, this morning sorry no <laughs> Um, whenever uh, we're in time, that, that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whenever we did the pre pre match video show, like no, Shelby uh, is at least willing to try and, and risk losing the ball for the sake of putting someone through, and that's the type of thing we need. We need people to take risks. Yeah. Like you, no team in this championship is going to give you anything. You're going to have to take it, and you've got to take risks. About the question, side Lascelles' first game as captain, success or failure? Disaster. I know it's harsh to say. Disaster. Um. No, no, it's harsh. I, I, I worry. I, I don't think Lasalle's is is that good at football. I think he can, if we can get turn around and and get get moving, I think uh, I think we'll we'll be fine. But uh, I, I think it was a brave call making Lasalle's captain of that team. He's he's one of the youngest players by all accounts. I would say he earned it though last season. He yeah, did. He did. And that's, that's why he's got it. He earned it. But he's got errors in him, as as was shown again tonight. He, he he's not. He's not the finished yeah, article. Maybe Si. Why, why, else put, why who, else, who else has it? Who else do you give it to? Shelby. Pick someone out that Shelby. squad. Charlie doesn't deserve it. Probably not. Charlie didn't even play in someone, the someone, last season. Someone who's got enough of a reputation who can boss the team. Charlie's reputation is that he's a troublemaker amongst the squad. Yeah. Pick someone else. <laughs> it's, it's not easy. Yamat. It was probably the most senior <laughs> player. Yamat, who will probably leave by the end of the transfer window, and even if he doesn't, Maybe. has made it quite clear that he that he wants well, to. We all know what needs to happen. Then we need to bring back Musa as captain, and he'll leave <laughs> yeah. with a, he'll leave with a glory. He will. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Ben's Ben's deserted us. Um, I think that that'll probably do. Listen, for this we, week. we need we need, obviously we said this uh, pre-match on the on the radio show. The, if we lose to Fulham, which was a, a massive if at the time. We need not to panic. Yeah. There's one game. There's 45. Put it right. If anyone's going to put it right, Rafa will. Like we wouldn't. This doesn't change anything about how much faith I have in Rafa to turn us into just everything we've wanted to be for all our lives as Newcastle fans. Yeah. It's one game. It can't. It was, it was a shite game of football, which could have gone either way. It came down to a set piece in a terrible game, which both teams underperformed in. So you know. 
Yeah. Let's just forget it. This is what we've always hoped for. We've always we've always wanted a like a top class manager who's willing to stay and build us into something. If anyone starts panicking, even if even if this happened every game this season, I would still say we need to keep Rafa if it's if it's that caliber of performance. If he's building something for the future, he's he's too good to he's too good to write off. Um, so keep the faith. As I said before, do not panic. We've lost one game against a rubbish <laughs> team, and it it, it yeah. won't happen that many times again. We're still going to win the league. Public announcement: <laughs> Do not panic. I still I still back Keep us going. to uh, carry on. I still back us to get 111 points. Before we go, I just want to give a quick shout out to Gallagher Flags. Um, any of you listening to this that haven't already seen Gallagher Flags, we've uh, we've raised loads of money, bought absolutely loads of flags to so try and make a bit of an atmosphere. They look absolutely class. Have a look on Facebook. There's some photos on there. Get there at half two on Saturday. Uh, arrive arrive at two thirty on Saturday, so we can try and build a bit of an atmosphere before the match. Do a bit of a display with the flags. Any of you that have got a bit of spare change would uh, would love to use it to try and um, to build some ideas for the future. We've got a few things in mind, which which I won't reveal yet. It's not my place to do, but the, um, it's all towards supporting the team. Yeah, uh, every every penny we spend has been um, is it's been used to, to buy the flags and there's receipts and stuff like that if anyone doesn't uh, doesn't trust the lads that are organising it um, <laughs> there's a few dubious characters try and, try and get involved we need volunteers to hold the flags wave the flags ideally we want well not ideally we, we just want you in, in the Gallagher corner or in the, the lower tier of the Gallagher right next to it um, we're trying to make a display we're not trying to, to spread this around the ground we just want to display in that particular section of the ground so anyone there that hasn't got in touch already that wants to uh, that's happy to hold a flag and give back to us at the end of the match get in touch um, have a look on the website for the email address that'll do for tonight there shade start shade start we'll, we'll get better Sorry, final words onwards yeah. and upwards unlike last season when a game like that happened which is regularly you don't well, I've not come away from that not feeling optimistic but not too like, bad yeah last season if that had happened you'd think we're done we're doomed Whereas now, I don't feel like that at all. I think Rafa will fix it. Yeah, yeah. Rafa will fix it. 111 points are here if you're first. We've got players to come in. We've got Diame. We've got Jesus, who should really play left-back next game. It, it, there's, there's so much more that can happen. Fulham away. You know, it could happen at any time in the season. Fulham away could have been a defeat. So, you know. Yeah. And it's the worst. It's the worst away game we have. We we'll always lose. It's always shit. There's always loads of terrible fans there that claim to be two in fans. Fulham away is, is the worst away game of the year. It always has been. So let's get it out of the way. Nobody cares that we're lost. Roll on Huddersfield next week. Let's make a massive noise before yeah, the match. Come on. Everyone get behind the team. Everyone get behind Rafa. This is our year. We're going to smash this fucking league. Come on. Viva the revolution. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire.
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.